Welcome to Parsha in Progress. I'm Abigail Pogrebin, author of My Jewish Year. And I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, president of Yeshivat Chovevei Torah Rabbinical School. And we're two very different Jews talking Torah together. This week is Parshat Amor in the book of Leviticus. So we're talking about tzedakah. Tzedakah is the word we hear a lot in right. synagogues. Generally translated as charity, but I have something to say about that. We'll right, that's too that simple. We never want to be simple. All right. <laughs> so let's look at the verse. We're reading Amor and we're talking about verse 2322, which says, And when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap all the way to the edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. So essentially, don't take everything you're entitled to. Leave some for the person you've never met, the person who has no land or harvest at all who might need a little bit of it. Right. And I I think it's really important to try to imagine the scene. We're in an agricultural society. Everybody is out there harvesting, the owners of the farms, their family, their workers. And then here you are, some poor person who comes after the workers are done and you finish the work. You pick up the gleanings, what they sort of let drop. You're cutting the grain that's left in the corners. And there's a real power to this because you're not just somebody who's out there receiving a handout. You're actually working for what you're taking. And when you're harvesting and gathering like everyone else, you feel, I think, more of an equal member of society. Which is kind of more humane. Right, exactly. And it also strikes me that this kind of charity is essentially anonymous because you're not likely to see who takes your vegetables or your strawberries from the corners of your field. Right. And, you know, this is also Maimonides' uh, hierarchy of tzedakah. At the top is giving anonymously in a way in which the person who is receiving um, saves that person from possible embarrassment. And, you know, and that's really like the antithesis of a different phenomenon, which is a big donor putting their name on a building or naming a scholarship. Although, of course, you know, for those of us who run institutions, we will accept those types of uh, donations as well. And, you know, and I actually think that giving publicly has a real power to it because it inspires others to give too. Is that a shameless plug for Jovave Torah's annual campaign, Dove? Uh, Well, we recently finished this year's annual campaign, but we can definitely get started on next year's. You're like Ivanka Trump pushing her jewelry line. But I absolutely agree. Giving is contagious. So let's just posit that you and I are not valuing anonymous giving more than any other kind. It's still not entirely clear to me how Amor is a blueprint for how to give back. I mean, most of us don't have farms. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And that's why in the Talmud, which was when we shifted from an agricultural society and we weren't in Israel, you know, the tzedakah got expanded to this idea of straight monetary gifts. Um, And then the practice also developed to give a regular 10%. That was based on like what you were giving. 10% of your income based on the idea that in the Torah, there's an idea of agricultural tithes, and then it became a type of a monetary Is tithe. that pre-tax, that 10%? <laughs> so guess what? It's a debate. It's a different opinions. Depends who you ask. So how would you respond to someone who says charity is well and good, but why should I have to give up something that I worked hard to make? Mm. Whether it's crops, whether it's money, why should I give it away for nothing to someone who didn't work for it. This gets us back to the translation of the word tzedakah as charity, which is a translation that I hate. And it's lazy, right? And it's uh, a lazy translation, yes. Lazy to those of us who use it. You can be (laughs) judgmental. Just 
put it all out there. All right. Thanks, Abby. Uh, <laughs> you know, charity comes from a Latin word, which means benevolence, mercy, compassion. And those are very Christian ideas about charity. And they would say, why do we give charity? Because such benevolence to the weaker is the form of Christian love in its highest manifestation. But this is not the Torah's idea about what this is about, because that is reinforces a power imbalance that we've been talking about. And the Hebrew word tzedakah is rooted in, as you said, the word tzedek, justice, which Maimonides explains it this way. He says, look, today you're rich and somebody else is poor. Tomorrow it might be the reverse. And we have all received from others, and therefore we contribute back to the world. And that just underscores that I shouldn't keep everything I earned. Just like I shouldn't keep my whole strawberry field. Some strawberries should go to someone else. That's where we started with this Parsha. Right. And guess what? Nowhere in the Torah does it say that you give money to the poor. The model is always leave over these agricultural gifts. Wait, that's going to shock a lot of Jews, I know. So we have to say it again. (laughs) Nowhere in the Torah does it tell us to give money to the poor. People think that idea is all over the Torah. Right. And here's another myth that we're busting. It isn't. I mean, what you will find is that you'll see that idea all over the Talmud. And the rabbis expand, the Talmud is where the rabbis expound and expand on the mitzvot and the the commandments. Commentary on the Torah. Exactly. And what we also find in the Torah is that you have to care for the poor. So you don't give money to the poor, you care for the poor. Right. So in our Parsha in Emor, we have all the agricultural gifts, you know, Peah, which is what we've been discussing, which is the corners of the field, which were left unharvested so that the poor could come and harvest it for themselves. And again, that's their agency and participation. And then there were some others, Leket and Shikha, which means like if there were sheaves or some stalks that were dropped during the time of the harvest and they were forgotten, the poor People could, could pick them up. Exactly. And keep them. Keep them for themselves. But it isn't money. It isn't money. And talking about like a general ethos of caring for the poor, like we have the famous verse in Isaiah where he speaks about, you know, break your bread with the hungry. If you see the poor downtrodden person, bring them into your home, cover the naked. But in terms of actually giving money, the Torah speaks of one thing, of lending them money, not of giving them a gift. So you can give a loan. You can't give a gift. Isn't that worse? I didn't say you can't. There's not a mitzvah, a commandment to give a gift. But that's what the Torah talks about. Yes. Lending and not just giving a gift outright. Correct. So isn't that in some way just the same thing or worse? Because now he has to pay it back. He or she has to pay the loan back. Right. But it, uh, first of all, it really allows a person to preserve their dignity. A loan is an exchange of equals in a way in which a gift or charity is not. And then the Torah says, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to let you charge interest. Um, So this person now is not going to lose anything in the exchange. And it then goes further and says, and you know what? If the guy can't pay back, then after seven years, the the, the debt is wiped free. It's annulled. So this actually lets a person borrow with dignity, even if it winds up that they'll never wind up paying back. But if they don't pay it back, then a loan becomes a handout. So it's still charity. Right, but it's a charity retroactively, and at the time of the exchange, it isn't. And it is like, I think, what we've been talking about, about the corners of the field, allows us to see a person, recognize a person as an equal member of society. Which actually is is kind of my takeaway from this Parsha. And, and it actually is, is something I think very, at, with, with great relevance today, which is ultimately, if you're going to help, you have to help in such a way that someone doesn't feel diminished by it. Absolutely. And that is core, I think, to the Torah's value about what tzedakah is all about. And I'll take a loan. (laughs) I'll take a gift. (laughs) Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, Abby. 
Parsha in Progress is written and hosted by Rabbi Dove Linzer and Abigail Pogrebin. It's produced by Shira Talishkin. The show is executive produced by Josh Cross and Tablet Magazine. If you like the show, head over to iTunes and leave a review, rate us. That always helps more people find out about Parsha in Progress. And make sure to tell all of your friends. You can also write to us at parshainprogress at tabletmag.com. We'd love to hear your comments. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom.